This is the Beery Boot Movies. I'm Jason. And I'm Michael. Michael, what movie are we discussing today? 1968's The Living Skeleton. <laughs> what are we drinking? Today, we are sponsored by Absolution Brewing Company, and we have a flight of beers. I believe we're going to start with their Pilsners. Yeah, we have a Cruising South Mexican Lager and Sudo Pils. It's a Pilsner. So, nice. Cheers. Cheers. What are you starting with? Uh, the pseudo pills. Yeah. Nice kind Crisp. of there's a little citrus, a little hoppy bite yeah. there, dry finish. Reminds it's, me, like I was saying, of uh, I'm not a wine guy, but with a pinot like, grigio, yeah, a crisp kind pinot of bright, grigio, like dry, yeah, yeah. that but, bright, punchy, then ooh, dries up nicely. That's delicious. Nice. And the Mexican lager. This is a uh, cruising south, cruising south. Mm. Smells good. Not to be stereotypical. That's tasty. Yeah, it is. This is two on the nose. A bunch of fried fish tacos. Yes. And this, I'd be <laughs> all up in it. <laughs> you mean not like Wendy's French fry scraps for my daughter's lunch? Hey, hey, hey. Wendy's didn't sponsor this episode. Absolution did. And thank you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so Went down, much. visited them. I've had their stuff. Finally, you know, got down there and, and they hooked us up with, we've got these two. We have an IPA. They're 405. It's kind of their flagship. Based off of the 405 freeway. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, we the have... The 405. <laughs> it's just 405. <laughs> Come on. You've lived here long enough. The goes in front of those numbers. I had a friend who told me, and when I came out to visit him one time, he told me, he, he said, no, you don't say 405, you say the. Yeah. But he sat me down and tried yeah. to tell me, and all, the whole time I wanted to slap him. <laughs> And so for some reason, I'm just a stubborn, you know, one of seven kid. I will not say that because he said as if I would go out and say, I was on 101, people would look at me and go, what are you talking about? He said, you have to say the 101. But anyway, I'm going to read the back of the pseudo pills, Pilsner style lager. We hand selected neutral strain to create a pseudo lager hopped with 100% German Callista hops. The result is an ultra clean Ultra crushable beer with soft notes of berry, stone, and passion fruits, all brought together for a brilliantly balanced lager. Four point eight percent. Nice. Summertime's almost here. I mean, that's pretty much summer Especially all the time. Especially for you, brother. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> out, out here in the valley, I'm closer to the beach. Yeah. I'm on the west side. It can get a little hot, but I mean, this is summertime. Oh hell. Kick these back yeah. and uh, play some yard games, doing yard work. Yeah, cornhole. Watching a kind of a slightly depressing Japanese horror film. So, Michael, you chose this movie. Why? Like, we were getting into summer, and yeah. so we were doing kind of like, I started looking for water. B-movie set next to water, <laughs> and it's going through these lists, like beach, yeah. that kind of thing. And all of a sudden, the living ske- I saw the living skeleton, and I went, ah, oh, what's this? And I clicked, and I started reading it, and I, and I went, huh. This sounds interesting. Something different. Neither of us have seen it. Nope. It read really scary, creepy, weird. There's a Criterion edition on it. You can find it on the Internet Archive. That's why I watched it. Yeah, there's quite... Yeah, we found it pretty readily. In the English language, not a lot of information besides the Criterion edition website on this. There's a Japanese ghost story. It's a kaidan. It's often K-A-I-D-A-N. I'm just going to say two things. Spoiler alert. And apologies if I butcher any Japanese names. Yeah. You know, I'm trying. You know, we're not going to go, you know, Bob instead yeah. of Mochizuki. We're not going to do that. So yeah. we're, gonna, we're trying. 
It might not be that great. And this movie, you do have to watch subtitles. There's not a dub. I didn't come across a dub version. No, and I wouldn't want to. Yeah. Because I, usually those voices, I'd rather just have the subtitles because the voices are going to end up being hokey. It's a kaidan or they're strange, mysterious ghost stories often involving water. And vengeful spirits, which there's some vengeful spirits. You have some questions. Yeah. It's, I think it's a ghost story. And then we go to almost a crime film. And then it's almost a science fiction revenge film, mad scientist. We get a mad scientist thrown at the end, because why not? Yeah, there's two scenes I mentioned to you that the first viewing, it is jarring. You also, you're like, what? There's a few <laughs> scenes in this. But those two scenes change the storyline. They have impactful, also, you're like, what? And they... they Change the because we go line. from the supernatural to the real, but then we go back to the supernatural. So it maybe goes, it goes back. Well, I I, I, I don't know. I, I definitely think it's supernatural. And I'll say when we get to the end, because I've been saving one thing that I think is very yeah. in the dialogue. Also, if you're a fan of bats, you're really gonna love this movie. Ed Wood bats. <laughs> Ed Wood, the, the special effects. The miniatures, like come on. The miniatures were kind of fun. <laughs> I mean, that at least shows some skill, but the skeletons are cheesy underwater. Yeah. It's really bad. I let that go. The bats are totally fake. It's just you and me with rubber bats on a string yeah. shaking them off screen. Yeah. yeah. We're watching a translated, you know, subtitled version. When your title is The Living Skeletons, I'm expecting like a lot of skeletons. I mean, I'm just saying. You see the skeletons a couple times. Dangling yeah. underwater. Sort of slowly coming at you. They kill a guy. Do they? Yeah. No. <laughs> she didn't kill them. Oh. Here's a, she didn't bring the skeletons the first time. Anyway. Let's we, dive into it. Let's yeah, dive because into they're, it. Okay. We, boy, right off the bat, this is a pretty brutal movie because yeah. we're on a ship. Some pirates, some bad dudes have gathered everybody into a pen, basically. Is at that time, one of the pirates, was he an officer on that ship? That's what it looks like. It looks I, I like think one it's of the, Suji. So there was an inside man on the ship. At uh, least one. These pirates have taken over a ship. They want to steal some gold. They end up murdering everybody. I mean, just they have them in a pen and they open fire. They murder a woman. We have a doctor, the ship's doctor, who says, It's my wife. And they kill him. They kill her point yeah. blank range, just put a bullet in her head. It's not graphic. But what they do, it's it's a really hard... It's brutal looking. That's a jarring way to start a movie, you know? And, and also, like, to point out in terms of time frame, this is a, a modern contemporary movie. So when we say pirates, we're talking about modern pirates. There is bullion yes. on this show. Dude, the anytime, Dragon Anytime King. you say bullion, you're yeah. talking about two good things. Yeah. Gold yeah. or soup. You know what I mean? <laughs> but there's also... Pounds it, of chicken it, bullion it, cubes it, here. Oh, <laughs> and, I, and I will say, it, there's a lot of good camera work. In this movie, this has one of the cool shots that I think is sort of, I've noticed when I've done research, the shot it's known for is you get a guy with a really scarred face wearing dark glasses and Yuriko, the woman he murders, is reflected in both lenses. Because she's a twin. Exactly. It reminds me of Cool Hand Luke, the mirrored. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Tanuma becomes, he's he's a big bad in this. Actually, Cool Hand Luke reminds you of this. Anyway. No, it's it's a shot that, you know, it's almost Hitchcockian. Yeah. That it's a cool shot, and they choose to shoot in black and white. It's it really made it, it, it made the movie. I'm very weird on this movie. Yeah. I'm not one way or the other strongly. I'm very much like a ship sort of being tossed around. <laughs> I'm not sure where I fall with this movie. Yeah. It's a very odd movie. I get to the end, and I even try to draw diagram out on paper. Like, 
what do I believe? And I finally came to the conclusion that I, I'm more firm on the camp that this is, even though it's in the genre in Japanese cinema of a ghost story, I end the camp where I'm like, I actually think this is more just a revenge sci-fi story. I think the supernatural elements, they're there, and then every once in a while, it, it becomes a roadblock to my theory. But you're then not, on the supernatural not, side, I'm like, I think there's too many questions. Like, then why have a mad scientist at the end? <laughs> I think it can be all of them. It could be. I, I think it's a. Or it could be just shoddy, shoddy cinematography. I think, well, I think, I think it's a shoddy <laughs> ghost yeah. crime sci-fi yeah. mad scientist movie. <laughs> we and we know what we don't get enough of those. And and the thing is, the music. One of the things I have to say is the music in this one is all, all over. All. Oh, so much! Boy, you get whiplash. Yeah, you're, you're listening and you go, "Here's some sort of odd, creepy music." And then suddenly, whoa, we're, we're in faster we're, pussycat kill kill. Smooth jazz. <laughs> getting the dulcet tones going on over here. And Odd get, choices. And, and, then, and Catholicism a, is in there. It's a big thing, which absolution. Yeah. Hey. Hey. You know? Absolution. So I'm going to take You a were sip. not raised Catholic. I was. I'm, absolution <laughs> is a big deal in Catholicism, buddy. I was going to say, on the cruising south. Oh, bottom. sorry. There's no G, bud. Oh, cruising. Cruising. Oh, they don't do a little write-up on this. Like the fellas in the hitchhiker. Cruising <laughs> south to do some fishing. Yeah. Meet up with that lady. Think she's still there? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Cheating <to> my wife. <laughs> Bring some crabs home. You know what I mean? Hey, you just brought this to a whole nother level. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the Someone cruising has south, to. <laughs> 4.9% ABV. I'm enjoying the hell out of these. Mm. So, so we're, then we're jumping ahead three years. And we're at a funeral. Yeah. And we see... The woman that was just murdered, we see her at a funeral. How are you going to pronounce her name? Seiko. S-A-E-K-O. Her twin who died on the ship, or did she? she she's Eureka. <laughs> Same actress played both of them. Cute actress. I didn't deep dive into her career, but this is our second <laughs> Japanese horror movie. I try to branch out. Again, it's yeah. one of those things where we both have such a backlog. Yeah. We could do this podcast yeah. and never have to watch a movie we never watch exactly. we have so many so part of it is going out find something new yeah. and especially if i find something that you know neither of us have seen yeah. or if you found something yeah. have you watched this no yeah. let's do it once in a while though you pull one out you just go let's do it i kind of feel like being lazy yeah. so, so let's, let's do phantasm right, like, <laughs> night of the creeps no yeah. big deal yeah. tom atkins <laughs> she turns sees bats play a big part in this bats are a herald in this movie they, they're signaling something is coming and we both deep dived into bats in Japanese culture. And for a long time, they were a symbol of good luck. And then as the new generations came in the after World War II, U.S. movies had an impact of Halloween horror. Bats kind of represented by this time the same thing bats here. Well, Something we're, scary. We're, well, World War II wasn't our side trying to put like explosive devices on bats to burn stuff down. <laughs> You can look that up. It was an actual thing they tried. They were going to put incendiary devices because a lot of their structures were wood. I don't know how successful we it was. We might have to add the bat people to our list. What the hell? I don't, I mean, who comes up with that idea? And I just, exactly. You put a, Genius. Just, yeah. We can put lasers on You know charts. who does? A guy who's stuck in a freaking freighter for, for three, three years. years with his dead wife. 
That's who. Psycho. So, so okay. We got to get back. Symbol. That's yeah, constantly. She sees something, kind of freaks out. Yeah. The, the priest, afterwards, they have this conversation. She's basically saying, my mind was wandering during the service. Because you, you establish really quickly. And he talks she, about when your mind wanders, you're, you lose your soul. Yeah. There's a lot That's of. That's a heavy yeah, thing exactly. to say to something. Like, your, my mind wandered, I lost my soul. What the hell, bud? You know, because we find out he found her. When we get to that, we already said spoiler alert. He is one of the bad guys. He is one of the bad guys. You have no idea. The first viewing, it's jarring. The scene that eventually comes up, I was like, it wasn't as jarring for me because, and we will get to it. But it wasn't. I mean, after the first viewing, you go back, you're like, oh, like watch him. There's something wrong with him. After the funeral service, they go in. Her boyfriend they're beginning prayer service just the two of them her boyfriend mochizuki mochizuki i think i'm just gonna call him mochi mochi because i'll slaughter the rest of it we're together uh, yeah this, okay so he shows up he's had a good day fishing now dude I, yellow t- are you a I, fan yeah are sushi you- yeah <laughs> i love it he shows up with two fresh yellowtail and they go make make some sashimi out of that yeah we'll have for and dinner i'm going wow that's awesome yeah <laughs> and at first because of the translation and, and because of catholicism Everyone refers to to the priest as father. I knew that Seiko worked for him, but I honestly thought the first couple of years that Mochi was his son. And when he said father, he's actually like, that's my dad. No relationship whatsoever. But their bond, that's where it gets confusing because they seem really close. Like Mochi hangs out at the church a lot. And I know it's for Seiko, but he seems to be friends and have a relationship with father. And what I'm going to say his name one time, Father Akadishi, like that's really not who he is, but we're just going to call him father until he changes into someone else. The young couple, of course, you realize like there's something between these two young yeah, kids. because he wants to borrow her. He yeah. Says, Can I borrow her tomorrow? <laughs> and they go out, they're going out scuba diving. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, why not? I mean, you, he's... You live in a seaside town, go, go do some scuba diving, and, and when they're scuba diving... There's a montage of hot hot dogging in a powerboat, and I'm like, eh, they could have cut that out. That was a little too long for me. And this movie's only an hour and 20 minutes. I know, minutes. but there was a lot of like, spin it out, like, oh, okay, like, is this a boat movie? Yeah, we, yeah, we could have we clipped it to an hour and 15. She's got a whole thing. She, she never knew her father. Her mother died when she was a baby, and her sister disappeared Here, three, three years, years ago. Bump, bump, bump. I mean, she's That's the same a tough life. life. So then they do some scuba diving, and boom, we get the music, shocking music, some skeletons. Yeah. Moving through the water towards them. They come up and there's a storm. And really fast. Like they're diving in the afternoon. They come up the water. Well, and it's... Be- because the storm signals the return of the Dragon King, yeah. which the... is the ship. Yeah. Those skeletons. I mean, this is where every once in a while where they seem to spend some quality camera work on scenes. And then all of a sudden, like, did someone design them not knowing what a skeleton looks like? I, I mean, <laughs> they're putting like, well, well, what like I will evil say, grimaces on skeletons. Like, I don't think skeletons have evil grimaces. No. <laughs> No, you're, I mean, you're right, but but at the same time, you know, good camera work is more about the person. They're, I don't think they had much of a budget. For, like, for, dangle some skeletons made up. It's pretty in the cheesy, water. but yeah. at the same time, it's still a little creepy. And they're, and they're shocked to see these skeletons underwater. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah, they're I all mean, chained together, just like the people were on the ship. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're back at the house, and Seiko is saying, my sister disappeared on a night just like this. There's a big storm yeah. coming, and we hear a foghorn. And she decides, I'm going to take a bass boat out in the middle it, it, of the storm. It makes no sense. And Mochi's saying, like, we didn't really see skeletons. We saw probably seaweed. He, yeah, he <laughs> says, I'll go back tomorrow and see seaweed. I don't know how he can do that. They go out. 
in a storm. In a, why? Like in the Pacific Ocean. In on a base on a foghorn. Like, a, how does she know what the Dragon King foghorn sounds like? And they capsize. She ends up on the Dragon King. She finds her way somehow. I personally think she dies. This is an interesting scene where they're separated. He goes back to the speedboat that returned. She's on the Dragon King. She's making her way around, and she's hearing... This is creepy stuff. Creepy sounds. Giggling, giggling, crying. crying. And then you later on, you realize, like, and you're thinking, oh, ghosts. This is a haunted ship. We're going to deal with haunted, pirate, vengeful spirits. But it, later on, you realize, like, that's simply a recording. It's haunted yeah. by something. By something. <laughs> you know, because it, it's, it's creepy. She it's finds creepy. the log of the ship, and she starts reading, and she has a better understanding of what went on because she later references that she read that log so that's why she knew who to kill but i'm like the captain's writing this down i was like i think these people are in big trouble like why not say something well he's worried that the doctor is having his honeymoon yeah he's bringing his new bride on the ship and he's like that's not a good idea that's a scary thing all i could think was what a shitty honeymoon for her i know (laughs) what do we do we just got married Let's go on my freighter that I'm yeah. a doctor for. Yeah. Go, oh. We'll see the world. I made a terrible <laughs> choice. I mean, there's no Isaac. There's no gopher. There's no, no cruise director Ju- no. Julie. So you're on a crappy freighter with a bunch of ugly dudes. There's no you gay adventures, you no, know? No. This is a work ship. But she does see someone. Who does she see? Her sister, which is a creepy reveal. Yeah. Her yeah. sister comes out of the shadow. And she falls, and then the candle goes out, and you hear laughter, and you're thinking, oh, my God, she she died. It's creepy. There's yeah. some creepy moments in this. And I'm thinking, why would her sister be vengeful? Like, I look back, it's like, why would her sister be vengeful against her? I keep saying that. As a twin, I feel connected with her. I've always felt her joy and her sorrow and vice versa. And pain and yeah. everything. But with them, it, it goes beyond. Because she even says at one point before this, she says, it feel like I hear her calling me out to sea and mochi goes you're obsessed with this like you gotta let this go move beyond this and i agree with him like get get over it and she goes there's no proof that they've ever found the ship or anything like she could still be alive and he's like come on lady while i kind of agree with like the premise for you and mochi you're kind of jerks just it's the idea go get over it you know she's mopey she's one of these people like now you know well you know she has this hurdle in life and she can't get over it because this is holier now this isn't a post-apocalyptic movie where he and her are the only people left in the world there are other fish in the sea not true mr mochi but seiko she's she's a dish she's very pretty i'd be more understanding i go Uh, your sister after a while i'd be like listen like you move on yeah like stop talking about your sister (laughs) (laughs) no i've heard enough (laughs) three years ago i got it Mochi's back at the church and he's, he's praying because praying for her return and she does. She's it, just all of a sudden there again. I think she's already dead. I think this is the apparition. This is the vengeful spirit. So the first viewing, first of all, just from a realistic standpoint, right. ain't no way she's getting back without you know. Well, that that's the thing. Like, did she swim all the way back or did she just appear? I'm of the impression after watching this several times, I think she is back. I don't think she's a ghost, but I think she's been modified. I think that there's been some blood transfusion, <laughs> and she's sent back because the doctor... You get that from the end? From <laughs> yeah. the unsuccessful doctor with his dead wife? Yes, just I do. shooting his blood into her? <laughs> yeah, I do. Shooting dead... I do think that Because she, his wife is dead, he hasn't been able to bring her back. I think she died... When she stepped out of that 
uh, and tripped and fell and the lights went out when she was on the boat when she saw her sister. I think she did die. The doctor realized like, oh no, and I have two of them. But know what? My experiments, besides my foundational expertise now in acid, I'm able to revive her and send her back to seek vengeance. Because a ghost thing just does, like parts of, like doesn't make any sense. Why she like it makes she would more be a ghost. sense than what some of what you're saying. She's like a Superman now. She's like a robot. Oh, <laughs> like she's like a bio robot, you know. The, okay. <laughs> anyway, All right. but she appears. You're right, and she falls into Mochi's arms, and the, of course the father's like, "She's been saved by the grace of God." <laughs> Dramatic pause. It's true. <laughs> she she is. is. Yeah, she is. But there's a bat. <laughs> Oh man! All right. But what happens? Where are we at? What happens the next I'm day? Checking my notes. Hold yeah. On. <laughs> no, but but she comes back and they think, oh, Seiko's back. Yes. Everything's good. But the next morning, she's missing, and Mochi's running around pulling out his hair like she's gone. So he goes looking, and down on the beach, there's a dead woman yeah. who's been found, and he runs up. I love the cop. Goes, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's this crowd? Like, stop asking me questions. Yeah, exactly. Did you do that to everybody? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who are you? Who are you? Do your what's going on? But it's not her. This is one of the confounding things yeah. in this movie that it just makes no sense. It's this thing with doubles because at first you think it's her because it's it looks a little like her, but then when well, you see her face, you think it's her because she's disappeared. Yeah, that's all. I don't. There's know. There's a good amount of that in this movie. It just it's confusing. It makes things more. It doesn't add to clarity. It makes it confusing. Yeah. And we talked about you should view this movie as not a realistic portrayal of events, but more of a dream. Because there's very much a dreamlike quality to yeah. to most of it. Then we go to then we change movies. <laughs> boom! We go from this odd horror movie yeah. to a dead body on a beach to a gangster movie to go go dancers. John right Pierre Melville. Yeah. Here we go. Welcome. We get two go go dancers dancing who look and then they're, they're like look, a, they, they look, look alike. similar and, and they're the, wearing opposite colors and then they do a shot where they're both in spotlights. And the spotlights look exactly, exactly. like the glasses yeah. that the guy was wearing. Symbolism. Write your thesis on that. Yes. <laughs> but it reminds me of Faster Pussycat. Kill, kill. Exactly. Episode five. <laughs> <laughs> it's shimmy and shammy. Like, I, all of a sudden, at first, I'm like, shimmy wait. Shimmy and shammy. I, I'm like, wait a second. Good. Like, this movie's taking a whole nother, like, I'm like, is this going to be appropriate? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, the thing is, is near the end is when it gets wildly <laughs> inappropriate. Yeah. It keeps escalating. We know that movies aren't shot sequentially, but I think this movie, they're like, you know what? Let's just throw this in now and see what, what happens. I mean, well, they have to establish this guy's successful. Yes. He's in the underworld. And it's, um, how are we going to play Sudasugo? Suitsugo. Suitsugo. That's how I say it. He was one of the pirates. And yeah. y'all, and they do really and he, good flashbacks really quickly to show him on the boat. Yeah. You see him, and then quick flash, there he is. You know, murdering people yeah. in the first scene of the movie. He has a club. He's successful. He's got a mistress who's telling him how one of his other mistresses, mistresses. I'm assuming, Rumi, she's dead. The yeah. woman on the beach, that's who it is. Again, this really doesn't do anything to advance the plot. It makes things more confusing. It, exactly. This is one of the most confusing things in the whole picture because there's point where they talk about, oh, they, they killed your wife. And, and I was going, wait, what? Who's the woman? With, yeah. What's going on? Yeah. And I had to go back and go, oh, that dude, he didn't die. Yeah. I thought he died. This ghost did a really bad job of doing its job. Yeah. Sutsugo has a lot of mistresses, and he's also married. He's and having the, a good day at his club, but then Ijiri 
another pirate and that we do have degenerate say, and jerry and he is that degenerate guy is who's just gross yeah. and just drunk and he's out he almost looks like he has some sort of infirmity in yeah. his arms or something he's just, he, you see these characters a lot yeah that are just gross yeah they're like a, a henchman yeah. And he's crazy, and, and so he's willing to do anything. And he, you know. and he blew his money. He got a boatload of money. Yeah. $300 million in gold split among, as we said, five ways. I did not do what that is today. Yeah. But I'm $300 assuming, million in yen? But again, and, gold. It's a lot of money anytime. This guy, honestly, excuse the language, yeah. he pissed it away on booze and gambling. Well done, sir. In, yeah. in three years? <laughs> yeah, three did, years. You did that? <laughs> You deserve a plaque. A tip of the cap. So he shows up and Suetsugo's going, you know, man, you got your cut. Leave me alone. And he goes, I saw the doctor's wife. Yeah. And really, I think, honestly, he just saw Seiko. I don't think he saw, like, I think he just saw, like, mistakenly saw Seiko yeah, on a train track. He says, on a train track. And I'm like, yeah, she's probably taking going the back same to time, church. I do think both of the sisters are doing the vengeance. Because there is a moment I think where, where it's they just go, Seiko. you don't even recognize us. They, yeah. they, the priest says, yeah. you don't even recognize us to her. I, I do. I think there's supernatural cahoots going on. But anyway, <laughs> Jerry, like supernatural. I think he's. I think supernatural cahoots would yeah. be a band. Yeah, that we start. <laughs> no, but Jerry's going. You know, I saw her. I saw her. And he's a Looney Tune. Yeah, and. He's Su- a cartoon character. Suetsugo has him tossed out back. You think, you know, class, you know, casino moment. This guy's going to blow him away. Yeah, exactly. And, and he says, no, I saw it. He's like, you just want more money. You know, you got yours. And he ends up giving him money anyway. Because he, he thinks, Jerry thinks, like, you're going to kill me. He's like, dude, it's not even worth, like, you're, wor- you're less than a worm. worm. Stepping on a Why worm. Why do that? Like, I'll just it. throw you some And what I love money. is at one point, and Jerry just starts going, booze, booze, yeah. give me booze. <laughs> yeah, he's like, ah! <laughs> he's like in the DTs all of a sudden. <laughs> Not to make fun of that, but but it was comical. Yeah, I see exactly <laughs> until he dies, which is also jarring. Like he's playing his character as a comical character. It's so over the top. Yeah. It's like silent film acting. Mm-hmm. You have to emote far more on the screen, and so he's just like playing it up, hamming it up, chewing yeah. the scenery. Yeah. Good time to probably uh, revisit yeah. our two pilsners, but yeah, the pseudo pills and cruising, cruising south, cruising south. And you see absolution <laughs> like their little symbol. Is a nail. And Sudasugo would be selling these beers at his club. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then Jerry would be loving this. Oh, Jerry would have this and then whatever, like cheap whiskey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rot, rot gut, <laughs> yeah. They, they would call it. Whatever's available. Because he's sitting there just like down in the. I mean, he really. <laughs> booze, like, booze, 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 <laughs> give me booze. <laughs> he's a despicable character. He's, he's a, pathetic. He's a degenerate. <laughs> One of those, you, you see it in crime movies sometimes, you go. How the hell did you put this guy in your crew? Yeah, exactly. I'm putting together, Jason, I'm putting together a Cracker Jack crew. Yeah. We're going to rob this boat. Yeah. See that drunk guy over yeah. there who can't keep it together? Yeah. Can't do anything right? Yeah. Put him on. Put him on our crew. He's a, he's part of our crew. Give he's, him a, he's our heavy. Don't yeah. worry about it. He'll clean up. I want him privy to all the top secret information we have. Sudasugo, he's driving home, and he has one of his other girlfriends with him. And she's basically saying, you know, I don't care that you mess around. And that you're also married. I, I don't care. She doesn't. She thinks it's great yeah. that this roomy person is dead. Like, she washed up on the beach. And Jason, this is where I think one of your premises kind of falls apart because he looks in the rearview mirror and he sees Seiko. That is a strange scene. And then she's not there. And then he looks and she's right in the road. And 
He swerves, runs now, off the road. Okay, what do you think? So let's, I think that hear, so Ajiri has come back and like he clearly Ajiri every once in a while hits him up for more money. He's come back. He is thinking about what they did. So he has Yuriko on his mind, and he you know he's caught off guard. Ajiri shows up demanding more money and says, "Hey, I saw her," and so he's thinking about her. So I think when he looks in the back of the the car, that's just him you know, forcing a memory on himself. But that I do think Seiko is really in front of him and forces that car off the road because I think she does come to the house. Supernatural cahoots. It's her and her <laughs> sister, man, from the other side. I like, you, you just, you, you, she's in the back seat. But Supernatural doesn't explain why, like, like, yeah, like, how do you kill a ghost again? Like, really? Why does she confess that she killed these people? I mean, here's the thing. I'm not saying... 100% that she died that, on that yeah. boat then but she ends up she ends up dying he does kill her if yeah. she doesn't die then he definitely kills her there's a line at well the I think end. she's she's a robot <laughs> she's a you, biological that, robot this robot like the, thing. Do, the doctor the changed robot thing. the doctor changed and I, I use robot in the, the loosest sense that he did experiment no, on her <laughs> bringing her back and controlling <laughs> her why bring a bad scientist into it <laughs> anyway he doesn't want the geisha to go with him after that, he's like, you know, get out of the car. I just need to go home. His, his, and he goes home, and his wife is going, "Hey, you're home. I'm really happy to yeah. see you. This is great." And he's just, Rawr. and she's taking some hits from the liquor, and she's like, you know, I feel a little randy. And his mind is focused on what he did back on that ship. He's a little bothered by that he saw her, you know, in the yeah. road. It's upsetting. He's haunted. Yeah, he's haunted. And then there's bats. And whenever if you see bats, if you're a ghost and you're going to kill someone, what would you do? You know, ghostly attack, supernatural attack, Gassing. or would you turn the gas on in the house like a real killer would do? <laughs> Ghosts can only scare you, and then work other angles. They can't. They can't know, touch physical items, you. right? So they can't turn on the gas. They can't make a gas they can leak use in your house. Hours to make the gas turn on. We all have just gas valves and rooms everywhere that you could just turn. And There's fill. like three in this room alone. I know. I think one of them might be on. <laughs> but he, they fled and kills his poor wife. We think he dies. And it's, a, it's yeah. a cool shot because he wakes up. He's choking. Room's full of gas. He crawls out of the door. And there's a great shot. There's a shadow on the wall. And it's a figure of a person. And when he collapses, it moves away. We just assume he's dead. First scene, you think that he's being supernaturally attacked. But then it's clearly not. <laughs> It's, it's gas. He's waking up. He can't breathe. His wife has already died or passed out because the... the, the yeah, we find yeah. out later she's dead. But yeah. With the layers of like women that this yeah. guy is messing around yeah. with, we just get confused by Yes. It. And so, meanwhile, Seiko, she took <laughs> off. She beat it to Chiba. It's a rainy day. We have some jazzy music. Mochi, I, I realize that he... Is he a bartender or a restaurateur that he owns that boat exactly. restaurant? Exactly. I mean, he seems a little goofy to be yeah. running a whole restaurant, yeah. but he's always there and he's there alone. So, I mean, you know what? I want to think the better of him. Yeah. So let's say he owns something. I think he's successful. And so the father rides up on his bike and he's like, listen, I got a postcard from Seiko. Do you think that that's really from her or do you think the father made it up? Oh, I think it's from her. Okay. So, I, I don't think the father ghost, has ghost, figured it go, out yet. Ghosts write postcards, right? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you being a dick? <laughs> Just talking about a movie. <laughs> that right, that was aggressive, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. I apologize. It was kind of a dick movie. I apologize. We got the 405 open. You uh, let's try, try the 405. <laughs> that, that was, I apologize. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. 
I'm being supernaturally haunted. <laughs> oh, you almost got beer up my nose, you son of a... <laughs> so the 405, this is their IPA. You notice that there's no the on it. It's just 405 I know. IPA. We should write, I should write back. I think you, you missed something. Clearly you guys are from Southern California. No, 405 IPA is, uh, I believe, I call it their flagship. It's it's one of their 6.8. It's, it's a West Coast IPA, and that's usually oh. right where they fall. That grapefruit. I know, right? It's... All these beers are light in color. It's a nice summer beer. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Th- I've had, I have had this one before, and I'm cheers on that. Cheers. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's citrusy. Yeah. It's, it's also that hoppy IPA taste. Yep. These are great. Yeah, the, oh. these guys do some great they d- stuff. They did a and nice job. What is that? Is that what? Is it? It's a nail. It's a nail. Yeah. Absolution. Uh, gotcha. Old school nail. Yep. Intense. <laughs> like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say that shooting in black and white, I agree with you. It adds a level. Well, it does make this movie intense. It makes it weird. She booked it. The priest goes, eh, Chief is only a couple hours away. When, when she, like, and he's like, let's immediately go looking for it. Let's stop our lives. And goes, I mean, I do get that, yeah. though. If somebody you know you love is just ran away, you go, Ooh, we got to try to figure this out. Why do you think, knowing that the father is actually. He's a, to Numa, he's, a, he's, he's a, the scarred man. Why do you think he's trying to find her at this point? I Are, think he's still playing a part. Okay. If he was the person he's playing, he would be concerned. He would try to help find her. It would be out of character for the priest to go, whatever, Chiba Shmiba, I'm going to stay here. Mochi, go get me some more Yellowtail. How's about that? Like, that would be out of character. Eventually, we're going to discuss... Why he is the only... I mean, maybe it's because of the intelligence service. Maybe it's because his face is very recognizable. I mean, you have, if you have half your face as a scar... Yeah. But it's one thing I will say, Jason. In her little note, she talks about how she's in hell. There's some force has led her, and I think it's her sister, led her to Chiba. That's what I think. I think okay. her sister is coming from beyond... And leading her, and she's like, I'm in a hell. Well, I distinctly don't think there's any right or wrong answer to this movie because yeah. I don't think when you get to the end, I think it's just, it's weird how they keep escalating this. The, the scene's coming up where I'm like, what? It seems like they're not following, you know, your traditional arc of beginning, middle, and end. If you're writing a story, yeah. you're, you're putting these little things along the way. They're not following a story structure yeah. that we're used to. I'm not sure if it's by design. Or if it's just kind of sloppy. Because right now, all of a sudden, here's Suji. And he's fishing. And here's yeah. another guy who got a huge cut of gold bullion. And he's fishing. And the guys are going, hey, you're going to stay because it'll supplement your income. Along with, Which I thought was just a funny <laughs> line where they go, hey, along with your monthly wage, yeah. you're also going to make catch fish, which was smart. Because it <laughs> supplements your income. What an odd exchange. Like, do you hang out with people that would go, hey, Jason? Yeah. Huh? You're out there supplementing your income. Supplementing your income. What the hell? <laughs> I make a point of avoiding people like that. Now, Suji, I appreciate because I honestly think that he took his money. He's like, you know what? I'm. I love fishing. I'm just gonna fish. Every. I'll tell a story that everybody else just thinks that I'm doing this as my job. <laughs> I know, but you know what? At the same time, I go, man, I ain't fishing on no land. I'm gonna get a boat. <laughs> but he sees something in the distance. He sees a freighter. And if you see a freighter, it could only be one. There's only one freighter around Japan. <laughs> it's the Dragon King. <laughs> because we all know. Yeah. 
Japan isn't really a big shipping. They're not a manufactured it's shipping just, country. Not a, not, they have no ports of call. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's only one chip. It's like, I was down in Long Beach. <laughs> I was down in San Pedro, and I saw a ship. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be that ship. No, you didn't. No, 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 you didn't. Not, not in San Pedro. Not in Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah. You did not see a ship. But to make things any worse, he sees bats. <laughs> You got ships, chasing, you got bats. Which I'll tell you, if bats flying around me, yeah. flying around my head, I don't I don't need that. I like bats, I get them. At the same time, I don't want them like, buzzing the tower. He, he does some great faces. Oh, yeah. This guy does some <laughs> hilarious. He runs, and he gets on a train, and he sits down. One and of this the cooler is, moments. This it is does. very cool. He sits down, and he thinks he's okay, and then all of a sudden, you see a, a, a person, and you know who it is. You know, but it's done really early. Come and sit across from him, and it is Seiko. Or you could say it's Eureka. But it's one of them. Because he looks and he it, sees the reflection, yeah. but he never sees her. Yep. So she's in another place. And the, and yeah, because a ticket taker comes by and asks for his ticket at the time, and there's no one sitting next to him. Boom. Yeah. Supernatural, buddy. Unless she has invisibility powers <laughs> from the mad side. No, he made weird acid. <laughs> <laughs> he did not make invisibility son that's of why I say there is some holes in my theory some <laughs> now, this scene kind of warms my heart a little bit because my family we played Mahjong we grew up on my dad's side and we will still do it yeah. sometimes when we get together play Mahjong I don't know if we play the exact way right. it's supposed to be played, but it's like we still play, play it. it. Yeah. So it's like I, Mahjong is something I know. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Because so, they're, they're sitting there explain the scene. Oh, they're, they're sitting around. It's like all of the... The pirate, the remaining pirates. The remaining pirates. And then the woman. Yeah. The mistress. Which one is she? Is she the one who was in the car the first night? Another mistress? That, Jason, that's one of the things. Yeah. I think it has to be the one from the car. car. So she's in cahoots. Not supernatural yeah. codes. She's in regular codes. And so they shared information about their heist with her. And why would they do that? Exactly. In, in a Michael Mann film, yeah. you go, Sugo's got to go. Yeah. Because this guy, loose lips, yeah. you know what I'm Same saying? Ships. Yeah. Could shake the Dragon King. Except the Dragon King. That yeah. thing won't sink for nothing. <laughs> so no, you got you got Suji, Ijiri, Suitsugo, and his mistress. And they're waiting on Ono. Yeah. But they find out Ono, hey, he ain't coming probably. Yeah. And they're just hanging out. And for some reason, they, like, I don't know why, Jason. They, they get it in their head. They go, we have to find the Dragon King. Yeah. What, what is the... Why? Ijiri says, you know, hey, if we find, you know, if we go treasure hunting again. I go, didn't you just steal like, all the treasure? Did they leave with 300 million in bullion and go, you know what? We never checked. There might have been another yeah. 300 <laughs> million there that we... And that closet yeah. is the silver. Yeah. And we'll just, we'll keep that for another day. That's the beef bullion cubes yeah. in that closet. Because, I mean, if you do read about, like, they're, they're like, weird, not, yeah. not ghost ships, but ghost ships in the sense of, like, ships that have been abandoned. Yeah. Like, floating all over the oceans. But at the same time, the ocean breaks things down. You're only floating for a certain yeah. amount of time. That salt is That just salt air has horrible. It's just just live away. next to the beach. It'll destroy your car over a while. Yeah. Like that, no, so. it really does. I've seen it. I know a few years ago there was... It was the cannibal rat ship. There was this ship that they were afraid was going to crash into Scotland or something. They had cannibal but, rats. But they were like, this thing had been overrun by rats. And they and people were theorizing. They said, um, there's nothing on that ship, so we can only assume these rats started cannibalizing. 
<laughs> and I said, that is the worst ship in the world. That's how the zombie apocalypse starts. Jesus. I, I just read this article and it terrified me. I thought, oh my God. I said, can you imagine like just if somebody was like, we're going to drop you on that. And you just look down. It's like it's swarming with cannibal rats. And you go, oh man. I'm just going to jump off that sucker. Anyway, they're hanging out. They're playing Mahjong. And Ajiri, who's a degenerate gambler, like he's, he comes out on top. And yeah. he goes, and Jason, does this ever happen to you where you're hanging out with your friends and you go, I'm going to go take a shower? You know, so, oddly enough, this last Thursday was game night. And I was playing with a couple guys. And, go, and, I, was like, and I was like, you know what, you guys? Got to hit the shower. <laughs> just, you know, cleanse myself a little bit. Just don't even, I don't know. <laughs> But they're going on talking because because Suji says yeah. you know he's he's talking about I saw her. Yeah. I saw the doctor's wife I saw Eureka you're crazy like this knucklehead you know but they're Jerry. all getting wound up by this they are yeah. and and again for some reason they want to go find this ship yep. that is floating around yep. and then Ono sees bats bad sign let's go get Jerry's been in that shower now for like hours. <laughs> Yeah, he's just taking. It's gonna be a prune. Taking a great shower. Yeah. I'm like, dude. At that point, just take a bath. Yeah. <laughs> and they go in there. See, he's standing, his back turned. Yeah. And then it's like the ring. Yeah. You turn him around, and, and he has blood all over him. Like he's dead. We see a figure through like pebble glass, yeah. and it, it's Eureka slash Seiko. Yeah, it's one of them. Pick your poison. So soon as go, he's had enough. And the next day, him and I, this is where I, I guess it's one of I, it's the same girl from that other scene. They're gonna flee the country. Suji stops him. He's like, "Listen, I, I will actually confess to the police. I will turn us all in. We have to find the Dragon King and stop this." And I'm like, "No, no, like really, you should get on the plane with him and leave. <laughs> that like, thing, take your money." Say, like, what I like <laughs> is that they they look like they're incognito, yeah. like, and they go, "No, we've had this trip planned yeah, for, yeah. for months." <laughs> Worst liar ever. Why? Why don't what you we, just leave? Yeah. Did you? Maybe maybe he squandered all his money, yeah. and he goes, "I can't leave." In which case, you go, "I got the letter. Give me some money yeah. so I can leave." Yeah. I mean something, or you know, hey, how about this? Drive twenty miles inland. Where you're not going to hear a damn ship all the time. Yeah. You don't have to worry. I don't think this ship's going to be like exactly. cru- cruising over some mountains. It seems odd that he like, we have to find this boat. <laughs> They're really obsessed with finding it. What are you going to resolve by finding the boat? It seems a fool's be- be- errand. Because what, what does this boat represent to them? This boat, great riches, but also, this is also a boat we slaughtered. A bunch, a bunch of people, yeah. which technically you didn't even have to do. Yeah. You had them in a pen. You could have just said, we're taking the money and booking. They didn't want any witnesses, so I no, also surprised, I, I totally too, that they that. never took the ship's log. Take all I, the I'm, evidence. I, I'm with you. When Sink we the ship. rob a boat. This will be our blueprint of what not to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. but I, Getting some gold bullion would be cool, but I don't want to kill yeah. people. Yeah, no, well, you'd have ghosts haunt you. Morally, it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or you'd have mad scientist zombie robot types <laughs> chasing you around. <laughs> but Suji convinces him, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, you're right. I understand the black belt. I'm going to stay here." <laughs> and your, most of your gangster movies, yeah, Suji, you go, "Oh, Suji, yeah. How about I pay you off and yeah. then meet you, and boom, there's a bullet in the head." For exactly. Suji, you know, you have Joe Pesci come and clobber him. Yeah, <laughs> some, yeah. But instead, they go back to the docks because Ono's there. He, in his spare time, is going deep sea, like a deep diver, like 
Scooby-Doo Diver. Diver's Bell. And yeah. it's, it's kind of great because they, they go, pulling up a car today. Yeah. You should be a pimp. Yeah. like the, <laughs> That's what the guy says to him. You should go be a pimp. <laughs> Again, man, you, you're known by the company you keep. Yeah. <laughs> These guys keep some shady company. If your buddy says, hey, Jason... You should just go become a pimp. And this, like, when you watch this several times, this is an important scene because we have the intersection of all our main characters. Everybody's there for some reason. Descending on Chiba. The the father and Mochi are like... I don't know. Do you know Japan that well? I do not. I'm not that terribly familiar with Chiba. I know someone named Chiba, but... Later on, when I look back, the father also is like, oh... Maybe I shouldn't have kept Seiko. They're there. Sudasugo and Suji show up. They're asking at the, I guess, the operator of the salvage business desk where Ono is. And then Ono's down in the ocean. And what does he see? Sees the skeletons. Oh! <laughs> Fighting him. <laughs> There's so legitimately cheesy. scary scenes in this. Why not make those scary? <laughs> I honestly think it was a budgetary thing. Yeah. I don't think they had it. There's still something slightly creepy, just, yeah. but it's the idea more than the execution. Yeah. I don't go in the ocean for a scrillion reason. Yeah. You know? And one of them is skeletons. <laughs> and, I mean, I can only imagine if I was bebopping around the ocean and all of a sudden some cha- skeletons that are chained together start yeah. coming towards me. And what's interesting is they're supposed to be chained together, but then at times it, they're, they don't have femurs. The lower leg yeah. is gone. But they're supposed to be chained because the whole idea of this is it's the vengeful spirits of the people they murdered. Yes. And they were all chained together at the ankle. So he gets got. And when they bring the car up, you see all the skeletons. Skeletons have done their, their job. You get the bell. I always think of Scooby-Doo. Yeah, so do I. I think in that same episode, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> the bell, the diving bell, the, the suit. But who else is at that scene? Since we're having a nexus, everybody. It's Seiko or Eureka. One of the two, because okay. Suji Caesar, he makes one of the great freak-out faces of all time. Because they're going to get in the car, and he looks, and off in the distance, he sees her, and he goes, bah, I got to run. And he just starts running, and he runs up a hill. It's a lighthouse he runs up to. And then he ends up jumping off to his death. When he gets to that lighthouse, all of a sudden becomes a haunted house where you hear clanking like someone's chasing he, him. He's being followed. And for some reason, he violates Jason's yeah. rule number. Do not six, run up. Seven <laughs> you dash <live> six. <laughs> you never run up. Up. You do limit when, your when, escape choices. When you're in a structure, you never run up. I'm always a lateral yeah. guy. You don't yeah. run down. You don't run down? Nope. I'm just diving out the nearest window. Suitsugo and Mayumi find his body, and that's when he looks up yeah. and he sees, oh, he sees Seiko Yuriko. Seiko Yuriko sounds yeah. like a, another band. Yeah. <laughs> right and left ideas. <laughs> We're like a think tank here. So, yeah. <laughs> if you guys could see the room we're in, yeah. <laughs> just strewn, strewn with beer cans. And, you, you know, that's a think tank I want to join. How do I get to be a part of that think tank? So here we are. Suji's death, it does seem really supernatural because you think something takes over him because he looks. Oh, really? <laughs> but, that, but like it's like one of the things I'm like, okay, but is it because he firmly believes a ghost is haunting him? 
I think it can be a hybrid. Yeah. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Yeah. Does you do? You seem to be really hell bent <laughs> on having the mad scientist vibe going because, on. Because like what? Like because like, you thinking like why throw that in the end? He was like, hey, you know what? Know what this movie needs? We got ghosts. We got bats. We got crime lords. Ghost ship. <clears throat> know what we don't have? Mad scientist. What are we drinking now? File dial. Thialized hazy double IPA. Say that three times real fast. I tried, and you're gonna edit the first ones out and get the one I got. It's a Mosaic Citra Galaxy Montuica hops additions Phantasm and Thial Boost. Ooh, it smells delicious. I know, right? Cheers on this one, buddy. Yeah. I mean, even though they're all really light, this is the darkest one. Well, it is a hazy, and this movie nice. is getting hazier and hazier. It is, man. We're getting close to winding her down. It's one of those movies, it just keeps introducing, throws the kitchen sink in, because suddenly you go, wait, why are we here? And I do think some of that is just good old-fashioned, not really sure what we're doing here. Sometimes when you're writing, you write yourself into a corner, and you go, ugh. I do believe it is Raymond Chandler who said, when you run into a problem, have someone walk through the door with a gun. gun. It jumps to the next scene where Mochi catches up with Seiko finally. Like, he's kind of been removed from this movie since for, for a while. He catches up with her and brings her back to the church. But that's where the priest goes, you recognize us, don't you? Yeah. Because she doesn't seem to recognize yeah. them, which makes me think almost, this is Eureka's ghost. Two sisters, they have this huge connection. I kept going back to that. Do having this discussion in a graveyard. And she runs away. She's like, don't torment me. I can't be with you. And she runs off again. She's doing, Is it? I'm assuming this is a confession. Yes. She's confessing. She's telling the priest, I killed these people. And she says, I killed four people. And you go back and you're like, the four people have died. So yeah. she says she killed them. And she's confessing in a house of God to a priest that she did this. You and your house of God. <laughs> How do you like the file dial? It's delicious. That is yeah. a fruity bomb right yeah. there. What is that? Is that the Thile Boost or the Phantasm Boost? <laughs> it's good. I mean, it's a hazy IPA. It's at 11. Thialized yeast. Oh, okay. It's 8%. Good for a hazy IPA. Yeah, double. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. It's not yeah. too crazy, but crazy enough so that thile you, yeast. Might, you might just jump in a bass yeah. boat and go out in a storm in the Pacific yeah. Ocean to chase down a freighter. Chase down the Dragon King. <laughs> So we get, yeah, the confession. And the, for Important me... Important scene. Jason, this is when the first time I saw it, I went, oh, the priest is a bad guy. There was something that told me he was a bad guy. I was thinking Scarface guy, but I was I was still confused. I thought, oh, he might be Sugo because I, yeah. I wasn't sure because yeah. they come at you fast and furious. I thought something's up with this dude. He's not good. We're in the last 20 minutes of the movie. And when you read analysis of this movie, this is where people are like, this movie just keeps changing and jumping. After watching it the first time, the dialogue, you're right. Like, it's clear he's a bad guy. Yeah. But the first time I'm thinking, oh, well, he's just, like, trying to talk her down. and But then he seems to be in anguish of what she's saying to him. And it's basically because, hey, I'm killing all these people, your friends, yeah. the people you're in business with, and I'm going to kill the last remaining people, too, as soon as I find them. No matter what. <laughs> no matter and, what. And, and he's saying, where'd you get the information? Yeah. She goes, yeah, the ship's log. <laughs> That's when she signs her own death warrant. Yes. Because he comes out, reads some scripture, quotes yeah. some scripture to yeah. her, 
and says, yeah, you need to sleep on it. <laughs> and this is, to me, the most disturbing. Because he uh, says, you're in the clutches of Satan. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, I have two more people. <laughs> she goes to sleep, and he comes in and strangles her. And it's so odd, because you don't know who's coming in. You see, like, their feet, and you see gloves, and you're like, what is going on? Yeah. Here's the thing. That's not even the most disturbing yeah. thing in this scene, because he strangles her, and then suddenly he just tears her dress off. We, violent nudity. Yeah. And then he cozies up to her, and you really, really believe there's necrophilia about yeah. to happen. Yeah, it, it, the movie starts switching like really differently from this point. It's all over the freaking map. Yeah. It's very disturbing. It gets interrupted by Johnny. Johnny, the collie. <laughs> he killed. I mean, that's the other thing. Like, yeah. So we were just talking. You know, that, Anna- that's the thing is that I was more <laughs> angry about that. Well, because so like my wife and myself were having a discussion this morning where. Animals are innocent, regardless of what you think of them. I'm not the biggest pet fan. My kids have pets, but animals are innocent. I'm going to reference 90210, Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Tori Spelling's character. I was a huge fan. I don't care. <laughs> but no, they're talking. There were animal experiments going on, and they found out. And she said, it, what it is, is she said, you know, you can tick me off. You can make me angry. You can do this. You just put love into a pet. Yep. That's all it is. They give love back. That's all it is. People can make you angry. They can make take you off, make you in, into a rage. But pets are just yeah, they're there to love. Yeah, it's dude. You're here. Yeah. We we get up. We snuggle. That's what we do. Yeah. So, so yeah, when when he did that, I was even more angry than yeah. when he went. I'm gonna kill this woman and then possibly sex her. Yeah. But, and but, then yeah. he goes, hmm. Know what? I need to hide this perfect hiding space. Suit armor. What? What? <laughs> it just it keeps going after this. This I, is where like my theory kind of sometimes makes sense, and then sometimes like it doesn't make sense your at all. Theory just makes <laughs> sense to you. <laughs> but but no, the suit of armor thing. Okay, first of all, it kind of reminded me of Lake of Dracula. Yeah. In the sense of when they went, it's out in the middle of Japan. Is this European castle? Yes, exactly. You know. <laughs> It's not traditional. It's yeah. like, here's a European suit of armor. But also, I kept going, oh, so he's that's what he's going to weight her down with yeah. when he throws her in the ocean? Or, Is that the plan? Or to symbolize she's really a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Suck. You're trying to ruin, trying to ruin this episode. <laughs> because the next scene is unexplainable because Mochi's, yeah, Mochi's at his restaurant. Chilling. And, and he sees Seiko or Eureka. I don't understand some of these edits. She's trying to lure him up to the, yeah, the church. to show him what happened. Trying so. to get him in the game. Because he's just there shining glasses yeah. or something, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Who else has been in that church hidden so in the Sugo shadow? Has been, like, watching. Surprise! <laughs> he jumps second. out. How did... Why? Yeah, what, and what I love is, is he goes... He says something along the lines of that. That's a really clever murder. And I go, wait, strangling someone in bed? That's like, no. In a church? Where you have a congregation. That's clever. This is another weird scene where I'm like, what? See, this didn't shock me as much. Because, again, I, I was suspicious. They get into a fight and he tears off the mask. This priest is the Scarface to yeah. use Tanuma. The first time, it's a shock to me. Because I'm so lost in the movies. I'm like, no one noticed he's been wearing a mask for the last three years? <laughs> well, I mean. And then we find out that they have a history. He says, boss, this this is a genius move. Yeah. You hiding out as a priest. Why did he need to hide out as a priest? We don't. For we never ab- get the maybe backstory. Maybe for absolution. It, mm, mm. 
<laughs> don't mind if I do. <laughs> I mean, maybe because at the end he tries to ask for forgiveness. I mean, the people do. He's that. on the gallows for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Sometimes people get a little desperate. Yeah. And, so they're having a talk. They apparently were intelligence agents during the war. It could be their intelligence for Japanese during World War II, or it could be during the Cold War. Yeah. China and Japan have never got along very well. No, and they've so. done some pretty horrible things to each other. Yeah, exactly. But what I do get a kick out of is he said, yeah, you remember when we were, they had us go into China with one gun? I really wanted them to say, you sure. remember Angola? Sharing a gun. Like, how does, how does, wait, man. I'm part of the worst intelligence unit ever. These are two guys, they said, we're sending you out to go do some shenanigans in China. By the way, one gun. Good luck. <laughs> I get it on Tuesday. We just every other day. Yeah. I get to hold the gun. You get to hold the gun. There's a chart up on the refrigerator. It's like, <laughs> you would so have a chart. Exactly. You, would, you would never miss a day. You go, I, I, I'd be like, no, no, it's it's my day, Jason. You're You're like, like, no, 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 it's, no, it's let's my, go to the refrigerator, Michael. <laughs> so Mochi shows up on the motorcycle. You know. Oh my God! Yeah, where are we here? <laughs> Well, no, because those two yahoos, they hear the whistle. Fuck yeah. And for some reason, they go, oh, they get really freaked out. And they go, we have to go out there. And, and you know what? I'm taking my mistress. Just bad, <laughs> bad choices. She's made so many bad choices. Exactly. This is her last bad choice. Yeah, this because is they it. do. And they, they zip out. They actually have, they have I mean, a proper boat. So, but what do you think? I mean, when you're trying to write something, you're trying to make people as realistic as possible. At this point, I'm like, this is not realistic. What do they think? What do they hope to find or get from going to that boat? There's nothing. Jerry was the only one who said, oh, we can find more treasure. And, and I go, you stole the treasure. It's There's nothing there. I don't know if this is where they're like, okay, we're being called to it. And maybe after all this, you realize like, okay, they feel some remorse for what happened. And they are seeking absolution. Oh, I don't think so, though. I really don't. Like, we have to wrap the movie I, up, so like we have to get them back in the boat. That's it. The miniaturists have already shot these these <laughs> scenes. Because, you know, they're working parallel, and they go, yeah. we've got it. We've got the ship sinking. They go, we can't let these guys down. No. We, we, <laughs> they got to get back there. They, get them they, back They there. put a lot of work into it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but seriously, there is no reason. There is yeah. no reason from a narrative perspective to have them go back out to this There point. isn't. But they do. This is the grail. This will answer our questions. Like, we do this, and, and it doesn't Unless make a lot of sense. supernatural is kind of driving it's dream, them It's dreamlike. It's a nightmare. When you have nightmares, you can't fathom the logic that you're involved in. I had a nightmare last night. Someone was putting marbles or washing in the sink, and I kept having a concern, like, if you turn the garbage disposal on, like, you're really going to ruin things. And no one would listen to me. <laughs> I told Jen, she's like, you must be stressed about something. That seems something that's uncontrollable. I'm going to call that a dad mare. <laughs> such a dad mare. <laughs> Stop putting marbles in <laughs> They're boarding the ship. Mayumi, his mistress, she falls. And you assume dead because she falls in the water. Or at least she's going to climb onto the boat. And Tanuma goes, well, good riddance because she knew too much. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> and I'm like, he's right. As a gangster. Like, she, she should have known Intelligence yeah, agent yeah. turned the gangster. That's exactly what I would expect. Yeah. So then they get on the boat. And this is, like, one of the creepiest. Suetsugo hears this moaning and crying. And crying We've heard this laughing. before. It's creepy. He works down into the bowels of the yeah. ship. There's bats. There's a, a table with a blanket over it. And the blanket slowly falls off. And there's Yuriko with a 
guy laying on her. It is so weird. It is. It is creepy. a offset. It's done really well because you're like, what have I stepped into? And it's the sound. And Suizugo is rolling with this. And I don't quite get why. Because I'm. I mean, first of all, I wouldn't be on that ship. But second, I go, ah, I'm out of here. Yeah. Done. And it but turns it ends out, up being the doctor. From the very beginning, he survives the gunshot wound. And he goes over to a tape deck, pushes stop, and that crying and moaning stops. It was just a recording. And it turns out he's been injecting his blood into Eureka's heart to try to revive her or maintain some semblance of life. Is that how it works? Yeah. I mean... Yeah. And then it's My limited biology knowledge tells me that's not how things work. It just devolves from there because he explains that the last three years, instead of trying to figure out how to... Putrid flesh. (laughs) Rotten blood. This is disturbing. Yeah, it, it, it really is because he looks... His... The way he acts is so creepy and the shots of his heavy showers are so weird you're like that again, guy's like out of all the characters i was afraid of him the most again jason to use the silent film yeah it was that that heavy makeup where it's very shat his face looks gone he looks dead it is a callback to silent films when they would have the heavy makeup yep. it was more theatrical when they were just like they didn't know that it was film they were just doing theater on film it was interesting because at times it's, he got shot. His leg seems weird. Yeah. But then when Suisugo starts shooting, he's real spry because yeah. he jumps. Yeah. He goes, whoa! <laughs> Leaps over the bed. And then slowly Eureka falls out of the bed. Yeah. It's funny because she falls she, like not as like a stiff corpse that had been there for three years. She hasn't deteriorated. She looks no. like she's alive. Well, but but the whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah, it, I, it, I mean, it. there's no way he's living on that boat for no. three years. And he explains himself, and I find it so strange because instead of finding a way to steer the boat to port or learn the radio system to like communicate with port, he's I'm going to focus my time on acid. That's where the money is. Algiform sulfate, plastic guns. <laughs> <laughs> Algiform sulfate yeah. is what he makes. He shoves Suisugo yeah. into this stuff. Yeah. It's gnarly. Yeah, it just dissolves. It's like the alien blood. Yeah. Tanuma comes along and he's like, he's whoa, like, whoa, no, gee, whoa, not you again. This is not what I was expecting. I thought I shot you. And he's got kind of that thing. I, I, my personal belief, he looked a little scared because he went, you know, his face is all burned. Yeah. And he's going, ah, I don't like being burned. Uh, that, that I just saw that. That's Bernie stuff. And the doctor's. Going, oh, uh, fresh blood, yeah. fresh, soft flesh. Yes, I think he's been a cannibal. My experience. Because there's a scene where, experiments. is it dead bodies that are above him? Or is it, it just, is it, uh, I, I kept stopping the frame. I can't tell if it's dead bodies or if it's lifeboat material that are hanging above him in the scene when he's saying fresh meat. It's an odd scene and there's something hanging above him. Oh, I didn't notice that. It's shot really well. He kept saying it. That's the thing. The camera work in this movie is very cool. Yeah. It's very good. He talked about his experiments with putrid flesh and blood. But acid. That's where the money is. Which I I don't know the application for that. But anyway. And what's kind of a bummer is this guy, three years he's doing this nonsense. And then he's like, he just sort of fumbles himself and falls (laughs) Falls not to his death. It's very much a naked gun moment. Yeah. Because he falls down through all these steps. Yeah. And, like banging. He's screaming the whole time. And he lands and then he gets and then he gets caught in some wheel that like, yeah. oh no, this is the end of me. And it was, it was, I'm like, man, that is graphic. 
Like, it really like, was. This keeps like escalating. But I kept laughing <laughs> yeah. because it was it was a whole thing where it's like, he was dead. I mean, in yeah. real life, you fall down those just steps, you would bra- have been dead. breaking your neck and all that stuff. But then he gets caught in this. I kept waiting for like a marching band to come by and stomp on his corpse, and then all this other stuff. And meanwhile, Tanuma's going, Ugh. and he goes, "This is his invention." And then. He's going to, I'm out of here. Then he looks down and all of a sudden he's having a, a struggle walking. You look down. Well, but you you forget, he kicks over all the acid. Yes. Because he goes, I'm sinking this damn ship. Yeah. I'm not going to be plagued by this anymore. Yeah. And I already know this stuff will eat, this crap will eat through the goddamn it hall. Will, it will sink the Dragon King. Kicks everything over and he goes, I'm out. Boom. And, he, and he's trying to leave, but all of a sudden he's struggling walking and you look down and it's Seika or Eureka. Eureka. As a like a mannequin holding on to his leg, and he seems to have a really difficult time of getting his leg out of her grasp <laughs> because the supernatural has him, Jason. <laughs> and then Seiko, she shows up. Yeah, and that's when you realize, like, wait a second, there is two with of the them. candelabra that I think he beat the dog <laughs> with. She says something about isn't Psalm one psalm one she yeah is your favorite she, she quotes that yeah. and then she smacks him into yeah. the algiform sulfate i thought samuel jackson in a pulp fiction that's absolutely <laughs> uh, less threatening and then you realize there is two of them Kaseko lifts yuriko in her arms and then all of a sudden mochizuki mochi shows up yeah he's power boating in He's saying, dude, we need to go. And this is the line that I've been thinking about and what I've been waiting for is there he said he said, I knew you'd be here. You had to be here. And she's saying, I love you. Yeah. And then she says, I loved. Yes, they emphasize pa- past tense. Past tense. She's dead. Or she's no saying- or stop it. <laughs> she's not she's not some robot. That dude did not have he did not have the skill or or the equipment. He, just, he, he built this super acid. He could have done something. Wasted his time <laughs> making his, his damn stupid I think, acid. I think she... So my... But mom, no, I, I think because she does. She shoves him up because she knows yeah, yeah. I'm no longer of that world. Yeah. I am, I'm of this world now. And so she shoves Mochi over. She mentioned she was connected with her sister. And she's experienced so much pain because at one part it gets rough where she says, you don't see it ever in the movie, but she says, oh, on the boat, those pirates raped my sister. And I think she's been through so much pain. And I think she believes at that point, I loved you, but I'm just full of hate. And I think I this is my time. I have to let go. Wow. It's really interesting that you went yeah. that route. Because because for me, it was it felt very clear that she was saying... I'm not of your world anymore. I'm on this side. The supernatural. Because Mochi survives. You do see him survive. Yeah. Like that. He, somehow. And, it, and it's, this, a way, it's a way too long ending because he's watching the boat slowly dissolve the acid. Uh, I'm like, that's, like yeah. cut that. Did she die the first time she went on the boat? That, I'm not. Yeah. I kind of feel that. But at the same time. She could have died when, when the when father he choked. When it choked her. But at the end, 100%. I, I don't think there's any doubt. That when she says, I loved you, yeah. and she shoves him over because she goes, I can't go back with you. We're kind of at the end then. That's the end. Mochi watches the boat dissolve. He's going to go off, go back to work, run his restaurant. Hopefully get some you know, help. Yeah. You know, do something. That, that guy's going to be Probably won't damaged. go back to that church. Anyway. Maybe move. Yeah, I would. Move Chiba. Chiba. Yeah. Why not? 
<laughs> I hear you can salvage cars yeah. out, of, out of the lagoon or whatever. <laughs> My movie. Would you recommend this movie? This is difficult. I find this movie confusing. Sometimes the cinematography is really great. I find sometimes the story is lacking. I find some of the special effects to be a little goofy. Is it a bad movie? I'm like, man, like if you come across as like it's a stinker. I, I know we have a lot more access to Japanese movie and cinema from other countries. As a horror movie, I think this is approachable. I wouldn't say that you should track this down and find it. I would say if you want to test some horror from different countries, like this and Lake of Dracula, you might want to take a look at. I, I think if anything, this movie at the end is, and I like movies like this where at the end you can discuss like really what happened in this movie. I kind of like that. And you can see that Michael and myself disagree at the end of this movie what really happened. I'm waffling here because it's, oh, it's, yeah, a, it, it's a it's, hard it's one okay. where... I think there's pluses where you might want to check it out, but then there's a lot where I'm like, man, some people are going to watch this movie. Like, also, where it escalates, where I think you could watch this as a family ghost story, and then it like where I'm like, I don't, I wouldn't want to watch my girls watch people like necrophilia, choking, nudity, like burning people with acid. Like all of a sudden, just it keeps escalating. Where I'm like, nah, it's not something that I want them to <laughs> see or anything like that. Even the go-go dancing was caught me. It was such a shift. It was so jarring. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Same. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm serious. It's the same. All the movies we've done, this one has me the most sort of goofed up where I go, can't say yes or no. There's some elements that I like. But yes, that tonal shift right near the end. Whoa, whoa, hold, hold on. But there's creepy elements. There's good camera work. It's confused. I'm right with you. I don't know. I would love nothing more than for people to listen to this episode. Yeah. Go watch the movie. Tell us what you think. Leave a review. If somebody was like, hey, we're going to cue this movie up and watch it, I wouldn't say don't do it. But I'm not going to go around saying, you know, we're watching this yeah. tonight. Guys. This is my new favorite movie. The Living Skeleton. I don't know if I'm ambivalent, but I'm very confused about this movie. It's an odd little movie. Glad that you shared it because I don't think I would have. I, I never heard it beforehand. Watching it the first time, those scenes, particularly the end, as it keeps escalating the last 20, 25 minutes where I'm like, oh, like this is... Like it keeps what's happening next? Yeah, exactly. Waiting for aliens to drop out of the sky. I I know, but absolution, fantastic taster set. We had two pilsners, an IPA, double IPA, double. I mean, I'm not even going to pick a favorite because I I like them all. They they all have their place. The pseudo pills, the cruising south Mexican lager, file dial. Thank you guys. That it was so cool of you guys to. To support us on this. We have no confusion about yeah. Absolution. Yeah. Search out this Absolution Brewing Company. Go to them. Find their beer. Exactly. Drink it. I think that about wraps this one up, buddy. This is Beer Movies. I'm Jason. And I'm Michael.